Welcome to the Avenue Podcast, your avenue to enlightening conversations and insightful explorations. I'm your host, Trey Etter, and I'm grateful to have you join us. Well, hey, it's our first ever book review. And some of you who have been with us on Sunday mornings, you probably have heard me talk about this book before. But nonetheless, I think it's helpful for us to do it in this podcast is I'm going to do a book review on a new book called Before You Lose Your Faith, Deconstructing Doubt in the Church. It's a short little book. It was put together by the Gospel Coalition. That's a very, very easy read. Edited by Ivan Mesa and has a collection of essays from multiple different authors and pastors that have struggled through several different things uh, and helped other people struggle through things. So I think it's a really, really great book, especially for those of you who are either doubting or maybe you're a young adult or a college student who knows somebody who is. And so this is a great book. Uh, So in our book review, I'm just going to talk about things that I like. Uh, I'll talk about some things that I think maybe uh, I wish would have been different. And then I'm going to just offer a word of caution, and we'll get to that, and hopefully you'll see what I mean when we get there. But this is the book review. I I think it's a really good book. If I were to offer it out of five stars, I'd probably give it four out of five stars. It's it's, it's an easy read. It's a small book. Um, I know it's got like, let's see, it's got like 140 pages. Uh, but it, it's it's extremely easy. Uh, it's a small book, so the pages are very quick to go through. Um, but the big topic is deconstruction. So the introduction goes through a little bit about, you know, well, what is deconstruction? What are we talking about? And there's a quote at the end of the introduction that I think really does a good job explaining this book uh, as an introduction should. So I'm going to read this for you. This is on page four. Perhaps you come from a community that didn't live out the Bible, or perhaps you have not yet found a community where the gospel actually seems alive and real. We want this book, we, so the multiple authors of this book, want to introduce to you a community of believers who have wrestled through these struggles, helped others amid their doubts, and have maybe even experienced deconstruction themselves. Because Christianity, to be more specific, Jesus can help. Whatever your questions, whatever your struggle, it gets better with more, not less, Christianity. And so that's their argument. The argument is, is that even though you're doubting, the answer is just more. (laughs) It's more of Jesus. It's more of the Holy Spirit. It's more knowledge of who God is and who we are in relation to him. And I I think they do a good job. They they tackle some heady topics. Uh, And so, you know, if you were to look in the contents of the book, it kind of does part one, just introducing deconstruction and they're deconstructing deconstruction. But part two, it talks about some of the issues that they're going to go through. So sex, race, politics, the internet, social justice, science, anti-intellectualism, and hell. I mean, these are these are pretty heady topics, and uh, they don't shy away from really trying to do a good job of expressing uh, some good arguments for uh, how we should approach these issues. And so uh, some things that I like. So I like that there are multiple authors. I I like that there's just not one perspective heading into this book. Um, I would probably say that some authors, if they were to take a crack at a different chapter or a different essay, rather, they're just it's it's a compilation of essays. If they were to uh, attack a different topic, they 
they probably would say something a little bit different than the person who uh, approached that specific chapter. But nonetheless, they all do a great job of presenting a good argument, and I think they do so relatively gracefully. Uh, These topics are uh, pretty easy to go into a finger-pointing attitude, and I don't think they do. Uh, They are very clear about where they stand, but they, they don't necessarily do a lot of finger pointing or gotcha moments uh, which I think is is really good because again like I said this can be really easy to just kind of be a bludgeon uh, to just go to someone and say see see how you're wrong see how this is bad Um, they don't do that so um, anyway so I I like that there's multiple authors I think it's well constructed Um, in terms of a book the the logic makes sense the part one part two part three it makes sense Uh, the the construction of the book is good Uh, I I like all of the uh, the different aspects of it so I I think it's a well-constructed book and again they face heavy topics I mean some of those you just heard and the authors do a good job of really being a little bit accessible and talking about some of the different arguments around that topic and then landing pretty firm as to uh, where they feel the Bible lands. And and in my opinion, I, I think they do a really good job as to uh, being able to clearly communicate this is what the Bible says. Um, now, again, uh, there are those that might go against this book, and that's because they interpret things differently. Um my question to them would be, well, do you believe that Jesus is who he says he is? Well, then, okay, let's have a conversation uh, because some of these are second order issues. But that just because they're second order issues doesn't mean that they're topics uh, that we should never touch. Because if this is a, if, if uh, you know, let's say uh, the Internet or anti-intellectualism or sex or race, like someone was hurt by a topic uh, surrounding those suddenly it's not a second order issue anymore. It becomes something that's worth talking about because when we're talking about doubt or deconstruction, this is a a serious issue. And so we want to be either informed or to be graceful enough to say, you know what? I think you're wrong. Here's why I think you're wrong. Here's why Jesus is right. And here's why it's good for you uh, to, to give this a second look. And so it's a good book. Um, Highly suggest it. If you are a college student here at Columbus Avenue, you know, if you would like this book, um, you just let me know. We will purchase it for you. Um, if you are not a college student, then feel free. It's it's pretty cheap, not too uh, not too bad. Uh, some things I, th- I think that I wish would have happened, I think it could have been a little bit more robust book in length and in depth. Uh, these are rather short essays, and they're just an essay, you know, but I think that... Uh, I think they, I don't know. I, I wish it would have been longer. It's, it's weird for me to say. I wish it would have been a bigger book. These are heavy topics, and I think they're each worth potentially its own book, which there's several books on the topic. Uh, and I realize the purpose of this book isn't for that. My own personal taste is uh, for it to be a little bit longer, a little bit more deep, and uh, potentially attack them from multiple different angles. But again, that's probably just me being nitpicky. It's an easily accessible book for anyone having doubts or for looking for a resource to read before having conversations about doubt with a friend, so definitely worth your time. But there is a word of caution, and here's what I'm going to say. 
This book is mostly conservative pastors and authors who are writing this book. That's not the caution. The caution is to not wield this book as a gotcha. And now some of people who have reviewed this book as uh, are really reviewing this book as the pastors being, oh, gotcha. And I think that's a bit disingenuous. Um, but this book is meant to provide an argument and you are the one uh, that just needs to read this or maybe you're one that having doubt and you can read it and it's it's just arguments but if if maybe you are the one having doubts or more specifically you are someone who has a friend who is having doubts you don't sit down with this book you sit down with them and you listen i need you to be a friend to listen to the why why are they doubting why are they deconstructing it could be a hurt coming from a church leader or a friend or a family member that's really difficult. They could be experiencing a culture shock from growing up semi-sheltered. They could be going through a, a myriad of things or a combination of things. And so you're not to use this book the way that some have used the Bible in the past, as a bludgeon to shock them back into belief. You are to listen, you're to care for, and you are to love them. Share your story. Share how Jesus has transformed your life. Show them Jesus and let the Holy Spirit bring them back. And so let me just caution you. This is not to be a big book of arguments to approach them with and do some finger pointing. No, you are to listen. You are to learn and you are to uh, be that friend and love them. You are to communicate clearly and gracefully and kindly the truth of God's word and the truth of where God's word leads us. But we are not to use this as a gotcha moment because frankly, that doesn't work. <laughs> and if we're, especially if we're dealing with a friend who's dealing with doubt, it especially will not work. So let me encourage you. It's a good book. Read it, learn, be educated, gain in knowledge, but grow in love in how we listen and hear from our friends and family members and even neighbors who are dealing with doubt and let's let's listen let's let's be people of love people of kindness and gentleness right fruits of the spirit let's practice those as we comfort those who are dealing with hurt in the church so guys great book before you lose your faith, Deconstructing Doubt in the Church, if you want to have a look at it, definitely let us know. We'd love to help you out in getting it in your hands. But Avenue Podcast, our goal is to discover, reflect, and grow. So subscribe to the Avenue Podcast on your favorite platform and join us as we explore the past, embrace the present, and envision the future. We'll see you next time.